Hello, this is Gary Hutchins with the Sunny Slope Church of Christ in Omaha, Nebraska. This is today's Bible class. A short Bible study, only about 13 minutes or so, but it gets us in God's Word every single day, and that helps us grow in our faith, stay strong in our faith, because faith comes by hearing the Word of God. We encourage you to share these short studies with everybody you can through Facebook friends, text messages, other technological means, with family members, friends, work associates, neighbors, with literally everybody you can. Help somebody else get into God's Word, grow in their faith, and maybe get to heaven. What a great blessing that will be for them and for you. So make that commitment and start sharing today with everybody you can. We're going to begin a new line of thought and study today. We're still in that general series that we're talking about that we're labeling or identifying as heart problems. Heart problems, heart troubles, troubles of the heart. And again, as we've emphasized over and over again, we're not talking about the muscle or the organ within our chest that pumps blood through our circulatory system all day long, every day, as long as we live upon this earth. We're talking about, we're talking about our mindset, our, our value system, our conscience, uh, our morality, our soul, our spiritual, our spiritual essence. Okay, now, what what really makes us tick, so to speak? What our value system is? That's what we're talking about. Now, we've been looking at a number of different problems of the heart through this particular series. We've talked about hatred. We've talked about laziness. We've talked about gossip, about worry, about unforgiveness, about ungodly pride. And I want us to think about harsh judgments in this particular section of our study. Now, by harsh judgments, I'm talking about hypercritical fault-finding, when we're just, you know, so quick to judge somebody in a very negative way, very negative way, without a real objective basis for making that kind of fault-finding or judgment against that person. You know, some people are so quick to judge the actions and, and the perceived motives of others, and often they tend to be harsh and unkind in those judgments. It, again, sometimes we just we see another person and we we don't really like them much to begin. We don't like them at all to begin with. Now that would be you know difficult for a lot of people to admit in their making such harsh judgments against certain individuals. But it's probably the fact of the matter. They don't really like that person to begin with. They certainly don't like to be around them. They and and boiled down, they probably just don't like that person. But they wouldn't admit that. It's oh no, it's not true. That's not true. I don't. I, I, I. It's not that I don't like. Well, yeah, probably it is. Yeah, but there are other times when you might say, well, well, I do like that person. You might even say, I love that person. He's a family member, uh, or an association of some kind that we we've been fairly close over the years. Well, maybe so, but you can still be pretty harsh, pretty quick to judge, and and really hypercritical to. Uh, you know, make an assessment that, that you're holding that person guilty of something when you don't really have the full facts of the matter. Now, some people, though they probably would not recognize the characteristic in themselves, they have a hypercritical nature about them that continually finds fault in other people. Now, let me say that again. There are, there are some people 
and they, they would not admit this to themselves. They, probably, they may not even recognize it, probably don't recognize it as a characteristic within themselves, but they have a hypercritical nature that continually finds fault in other people. And it's quick. You know, they little thing. There are people that, that, you know, we don't feel comfortable being around much because we're concerned that they may take something we said completely out of context or blow it out of proportion. And all of a sudden we've, you know, they, they you know, kind of broadcast it to people around us. And, and now we have to deal with a false understanding of what we said or what we did or how we acted or conducted ourselves or whatever the case may be. Now, these people scrutinize the words and actions of other people through a critical magnifying glass, looking for contradictions in statements they make, discrepancies and, and supposed hypocrisy and how, in, in how they live compared to the principles upon which they claim to stand, and possible problems of various kinds within their lives. You know, I've, I've, I've said, I guess maybe more and more over recent years, why would anybody want to go into politics, particularly for some high office in government? Because there are going to be his opponents or her opponents are going to try, they're going to sift through their lives with magnifying glasses, hypercritical magnifying glasses, trying to find anything that they could use against them, criticizing them, belittling them, trying to paint them in, in, in a disreputable you know, framework, anything they can find. And not only, not only their opponents, but the media will do the same thing, basically. So why would anybody want to put themselves into that kind of a position to have their lives literally dissected and then put out there in, in as much of a negative light as their enemies and as the media could possibly, could possibly present to the people of the country? Why would anybody want to do that? We have become so ugly, and that's a really down-to-earth Southern kind of term, we have become so ugly in our mindset and in the way we, we mischaracterize people that we're against in our land today. It's, it's a shame. It's a blot on our own character. Such ungodly motives, purposefully looking for fault. What can we find against somebody? And I'm not talking about just in politics. That's just a glaring example that we see all around us all the time today. It, it happens in, in professional circles as well. Somebody doesn't like somebody else. They've got a higher position than me. We're competing for the same, uh, ultimately for the same promotion. You know, what? Just don't like. I don't like the way they look. I don't like the way they dress. I don't like this about them. And so they keep trying to find fault, just looking for something against them. And it can make the judge and the critic the one who is actually at fault. See, when you have that hypercritical mindset, you're looking for fault in others, you yourself look ugly. You yourself are at fault. Now, on the opposite end of the spectrum are those who claim that absolutely no critical judging should be done. <laughs> Perhaps those who would say, I'm for these folks. I like this guy, this woman. No, don't judge any. Don't judge them. Don't look for anything. Well, accept whatever it is. 
well, what about this? Or what about, no, just don't worry about that. Just disregard it. Doesn't matter. Doesn't count. So you've got on the opposite end of the spectrum are those who claim that absolutely no critical judging should be done, especially concerning themselves. Don't judge me. Who are you to judge? But they are really quick, in a lot of cases, to judge somebody else. Again, in many cases. This viewpoint is unrealistic, and those who champion it neither believe it nor follow it themselves. The problem upon which this study is primarily going to focus is a problem of the heart. See, again, all of this comes from the heart. All of these problems we've been talking about, hatred, laziness, gossip, worry, unforgiveness, pride, and now harsh judgment, it's all a reflection of our heart condition, where we are in ultimate basic character. So all of this indicates a heart that is not properly conditioned by the love that Jesus stated should characterize all Christians. John chapter 13, verses 34 and 35 again, what did he tell the, the apostles? A new commandment, not a good idea, not a good suggestion, not something I want you to think about, kind of turn over in your mind, a new commandment. This is binding, he says, I give to you, that you love one another as I have loved you, that you also love one another. By this, the world will know that you are my disciples or followers by the love you have for one another. You see, that's, that should be the standard, especially for Christians, how we love one another. And so if we're, if we're harsh in judgments, quick to judge in a negative way somebody that maybe we disagree with on a minor point in many cases, or we just take things out of context, or we don't like the way somebody looked, or we don't like the tone of voice that they used in saying something. You see, we're hypercritical in making those judgments. Yet we need to stop and look in the mirror because ultimately it's a reflection upon the condition of our own heart. And remember, we've looked at this many times now. Matthew chapter 15, verse 18. Those things which proceed out of the mouth come from the heart, and they defile a man. For out of the heart proceed evil thoughts, murders, adulteries, fornications, thefts, false witness, blasphemies. These are the things which defile a man. See? It's a matter of the condition of our heart. Out of the heart proceed not just words and thoughts, but look, murders, adulteries, fornication. Well, why? Why would somebody, why would, why would Jesus say, and Jesus is speaking here, out of the heart proceed murders? Because it's a reflection of the condition of our heart. Why would we murder somebody? Out of hatred, perhaps? That's a heart problem. Out of envy? That's a heart problem. Out of unforgiveness, that's a heart problem. Out of pride, ungodly pride, that's a heart problem. And making harsh judgments, hypercritical, fault-finding in somebody, that's a heart problem. We all need grace. If it were not for God's grace, all of us would be dead in our sins. And 
when we looked at that particular part of this study talking about being unforgiving over and over and over and over and over again we read the scripture texts that tell us that if we want to be forgiven by God then we must be forgiving to others around us we'll look a little deeper into this harsh judgments hypercritical fault finding next time let's pray father in heaven Thank you for loving us. Thank you for your grace. Thank you for your love for us and your patience. And oh, how we need these these blessings. Help us, Father, to reflect these characteristics in you in our lives and thereby reflect you in us. Help people. Help people put away harsh judgments that are unrighteous, Father. Please, we pray. Please forgive us and hear our prayer, gracious Father. In Jesus' name we pray, amen.